Episode 99, the podcast accounting show. Today, I take you behind the scenes of the Mike Murphy Unplugged Financials. I tell you just how much it costs to start this podcast and maintain it week after week. And you are listening to episode number 99 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So welcome to episode 99. That's right, 99. Pretty cool. Today's episode is for you if you are thinking about starting a podcast for your personal brand or business. I'm going to break down how much it costs me to start this podcast and how much I pay every month to keep it running so you can have an idea of what to budget for your show. Podcasting, it's on the rise. It's getting a lot of press and publicity, and I do encourage you to get on board if it fits your business or personal goals. It seems as though big and small businesses and brands and celebrities and online personalities are all starting a podcast to stay relevant online. Personally, I think it's a great thing. I feel really fortunate to have 99 episodes of practice already under my belt. And if you are thinking about it, I really think now is a great time to get started. So there are a lot of free podcast startup options out there. Anchor FM has come on the scene with a really easy way to start a podcast just from your phone. There's some really inexpensive all-in-one solutions such as Spreaker that I really like. But podcasting is not free and easy as most people tend to explain it to those inquiring about starting a podcast. I hear or read quite often that all you need is a phone or equipment doesn't matter to start a podcast. While that's technically true on some levels, there is an investment that you need to make if you want to do it right with good equipment and a good web presence. So in this episode 99, I'm going to open up the accounting ledger and tell you exactly how much I spent on my podcast setup for gear and how much I pay for all those web tools and services that I use to keep the podcast up and running each week. And please note that I'm not going to include everything like my computer or internet and utilities. I'm going to stick to the main gear and tools necessary for this podcast. Okay, already? Let's get into the financials for Mike Murphy Unplugged in this episode 99. I'll start with the gear and then the online expenses, and also be sure to check the show notes as always at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP99. I will list everything out there and include alternatives if I think there are other good options for you at lower price points to get started podcasting. So the gear. My philosophy on buying gear is the same as how I buy clothes and everything else in my life. I like to buy the highest quality I can that I can afford. I have no debt, so I have to make sure that I can afford it. And I do not look for the most expensive things that I can afford. I try to buy things that are simple and just work and that have a good reputation. I really do not like a lot of bells and whistles on gear or gadgets. I just want the basics, but I want them to be good and just work. Microphones. My podcast microphone is the Shure SM7B, a classic. This is a dynamic microphone. I paid $349 for it and it is worth every penny. Dynamic microphones, they are great for podcasting and broadcasting because they do a good job at rejecting unwanted room noise sounds. But dynamics also tend to require extra power or gain to get the proper levels. So in addition to my Shure SM7B and my SM58 microphone, which I also use on the go, I had to buy something called the Cloudlifter CL1. This is a gain booster that attaches to my microphone to give that extra boost before going into my mixer. And FYI, my mobile microphone, the Shure SM58, I bought that 32 years ago for $99, which is the same price it is today. But I'm going to leave that off my ledger as I think it has passed the statute of limitations having bought it 32 years ago. 
but the cloud lifter was $150, okay? So to hold my Shure SM7B, I have what's called a Rode PSA1 boom arm. This attaches to my desk and allows me to swivel my microphone around wherever I need to. This was $99 and pretty standard equipment for most podcasters. For my audio interface and my microphone preamp, as it's called, I use an Allen & Heath USB mixer. This was $249. You'll buy a lot of cables in your podcasting career, but for the main cable, I use an XLR cable by Canary. This is $20 for a good premium cable. For monitoring my sound or my headphones, I use Sony MDR7506, which are about $75 now on Amazon. So that is everything in my studio that I need to produce a podcast each week. And that total added up to $943. Now this might be on the high end for some of you, but you will likely spend at least two to $300 in gear to get started and most likely closer to 500 when all is said and done after all of the little accessories. So let's move on to software and the web tools that I use to keep my podcast up and running. For the script that I write each week, I use a program called Scribner. This was $50. Adobe Creative Cloud, this is essential for my podcast and I pay $50 a month for a subscription to Adobe Creative Cloud. So here's an idea of how I use Adobe Creative Cloud each week. I use Adobe Audition to record and edit each podcast episode. I use Adobe InDesign to prepare my weekly episode artwork. I use Adobe After Effects, Photoshop, and Adobe Premiere to make my weekly podcast promo videos. So for me, Adobe Creative Cloud is absolutely necessary at $50 a month, and I actually still think it's a bargain for what you get. For adding ID3 tags, or the digital metadata necessary for podcast MP3 files, I use a program called ID3 Tag Editor, which was $15. For podcast hosting, you need to store your files somewhere online, not on your own website. For this, I use Libsyn. Libsyn is $15 a month for the basic plan without any of the extra stats. I also pay $5 a month for the basic plan to have my show on Spreaker, which I think is a good platform. I'm not really sure if it's worth it for me, but I do get notified from time to time that I have a new follower, so I keep it because I also like the service. Website hosting. Having a home website for your podcast is 100% necessary in my opinion, and for that you need hosting. I use Bluehost, and I pay $13 a month for Bluehost web hosting. And just as an FYI, for my podcast RSS feed, which is what allows your listeners to subscribe to your podcast, I use the free WordPress plugin Blueberry by PowerPress. So there's no cost for my RSS feed. All right, tally time for software and web tools. So the one-time software investments that I pay is $50 for Scribner, $15 for the ID3 tag editor. The recurring monthly charges are $15 a month for podcast hosting with Libsyn, $5 a month for Spreaker, $13 a month for Bluehost web hosting, and $50 a month for Adobe Creative Cloud. So that comes to $83 for recurring monthly charges. And I also think it's worth mentioning a mobile kit. If you plan on recording on location, you may also need a mobile podcasting kit, which I also have and use when traveling or on the beach recording, but I try to keep this basic but I think it should be added to the tally as many of you will want to record audio from your iPhone or your iPad once you get your podcast launch. Now I did not include the iOS devices such as your iPhone or your iPad in the totals, but you will need an Apple connection kit. This is just a cable and you'll also need a USB microphone such as the ATR2100 by Audio-Technica to record audio into your iPad Pro. This is $30 for the cable and $60 for the microphone. 
My preferred way to record audio on location is with my Zoom H6 Handy Recorder. I can record audio from anywhere and get really high quality sound. And the Zoom H6 was $399. But this does give me everything I need for podcasting and video when I'm on the road. And that is my ultimate goal. And the Zoom H6 will be the thing that I use probably the most. Okay, now I'm going to add up the grand totals for Mike Murphy Unplugged. And I'll use this portion as a bit of a recap summary. So my podcast gear setup. I have a Shure SM7B microphone, $349. A Cloudlifter Gain Booster, $150. Canary XLR cable, $20. Rode PSA1 swivel boom arm to hold the microphone, $100. Allen & Heath Z10 mixer and audio interface, $250. Sony MDR7506 headphones, $75. Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone for my mobile kit, $60. Apple USB to Lightning camera connector kit for my iPad Pro, $30. And Zoom H6 recorder, $399. Grand total for gear, $1,435. Woo! The tools I purchased and used for my weekly podcast from the beginning were Scrivener to write and organize my scripts, $50. ID3 tag editor, to add the necessary MP3 tags, $15. Grand total for one-time purchase software, $65. Monthly recurring costs. Podcast hosting, $15 a month with Libsyn. Podcast directory, $5 a month on Spreaker. Website hosting, $13 a month with Bluehost. And Adobe Creative Cloud, $50 a month. That's a grand total of $83 a month for recurring monthly charges to keep the podcast running. So for Mike Murphy Unplugged, the initial investment for a studio and mobile setup was $1,500 total, approximately, with recurring fees of approximately $100 a month that I pay every month. And of course, there are other ancillary fees, and let's not overlook time. Time is the currency for freelancers and solo business owners. This is why a lot of podcasters look for sponsors or use crowdsourcing tools like Patreon to get financial help to keep their podcast running. So are you surprised by these grand totals of mine? If you are at the stage where you are thinking about starting a podcast, what number did you have in mind in terms of budget and investment? I would love to hear from you on this issue. The bottom line is, though, that every hobby or skill requires investment of time and money, some more than others. While $1,500 sounds like a lot in the podcast business, if you're in the photography or video business, $1,500 is the cost of a decent lens, not even the best class of lenses. So $350 for the Shure SM7B, it's placed on the high-end range of microphones for podcasters. That's not even enough to get a GoPro in the photography or video department. So it's all relative is my point, and you will have to invest to get started. My setup is by no means extreme, but it is leaning towards the higher end in terms of startup costs to set up a podcast. You can get started for quite a bit less than my setup by using a USB microphone or more of a mid-range dynamic microphone such as the ElectroVoice RE320 and the Rode Procaster. These mics come in at about $200 to $250 and they are really good bang for your buck. So when using USB microphones such as the ATR2100 or the Samsung Q2U which are very similar and popular, you really do not need a mixer or an audio interface, and they do come in really handy when recording with iOS devices. You will get better quality though when you use a microphone with an XLR cable connection and using an audio interface. My favorite interfaces are the Focusrite Scarlett. You can get these for about $150 or even less and really get high quality audio from them. 
I'm going to leave a full beginner package in the show notes that I would recommend for someone just testing the waters of podcasting or if you don't really want to invest a whole lot of money but still want to get good quality and be able to grow with your setup and your podcast gear in the future. So that was the behind the scenes of the Mike Murphy Unplugged Podcast Financials. I invested $1,500 in audio equipment. I also use this equipment though for video, mind you. And of course, there are a lot of side accessories that you will end up purchasing like portable stands, wind foams, pop filters, and cables galore. But you really do not need that much equipment to produce a good quality podcast. I can fit everything I need in a backpack easily. As usual, today was not meant to discourage you or to make you think twice about whether you should start a podcast. I wanted to share real numbers and give you a realistic view of what you can expect. Most of the advice that I read online and hear in all the groups about starting a podcast is to make it really simple. Pick up a $60 microphone, plug it in your computer, and use a free program like GarageBand and you're done. You're now a podcaster. And while that is technically possible, you can also buy a $100 point-and-shoot camera at Best Buy, use iPhoto for free, and call yourself a photographer. But we all know there's more to it than that if you really want to do it right. And like everything else you do, there is going to be some investment required. Time and money. Starting a podcast does not have to be complicated, and it does not have to be expensive. And as always, if you need any help with the gear or any of the tools, or if you're just not sure where to start, I am here for you. Everything discussed today will be listed in the show notes at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP99. I will also include a recommendation as a starter kit with a grand total at the end, so you have some options. While you're on the website, be sure to sign up for my mailing list or go to mikemurphy.co forward slash newsletter to sign up. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.